0: Oh look, here he is, the Grumpasaurus Rex himself. Hi. Hey buddy. No,
1: don't shove that thing in my face. I'm not shoving anything in your face. No.
0: Good morning, you sounded really grumpy this morning, Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Are you going alright? Yeah. You took your big lens. I thought oh. you were just bringing your GFX. No, I didn't even bring that. There you go. Nikon, there's the plug for you. I can see a sexy, very heavy looking Z9 in the front seat. Should we do it?
1: They're a little bit loose, a little bit unstrung, and they've probably had a few beers beforehand. Please welcome Matt Crummins and Tom Fancy Pants Park. with yet another episode of Matt and Tom's Excellent Adventure. very early in the morning and he's touching me.
0: How was your drive? Lots of time to think about all the things you bring? (laughs) No, I sorted out everything I needed to bring it the other day before I went to Sydney, so So, there was no... So you're clever. I actually thought yesterday, because there's a bit of a backstory to this, isn't there? Well, I mean, I so say, Tom, who called me up in a flappy panic getting on board a plane not, after having a fight with an air hostess? Not <laughs> I didn't panic. wasn't panicking. Did you, you didn't punch anyone, did you? I, I,
1: no, why would I do that? I'm not that kind of
0: person. I oh, just, you sounded very flustered.
1: I was a little bit flustered. Well, somebody had hidden, like, what do you call it? What do you call it when somebody puts something in your bag unbeknownst to you?
0: a chapelle corby <laughs> somebody you got had, corby'd <laughs> somebody corby a power bank
1: into my pack and sydney airport apparently have the best security in the country well did it with border force would tell you that and they, they they summons me twice back to the baggage area in order to find this power bank that was, unbeknownst to me had been corby'd into my bag wow So we eventually found it with about 10 minutes before the flight was about to leave. And they were telling me that the bag wouldn't go on the flight. And I said, well, I'm not going on the flight if the bag
0: doesn't go on the flight because I need that bag, i.e. the pack. Did you, but did you genuinely think that? Because five seconds later you called me and tried to cancel, so. Tried to cancel. I'm I'm surprised you didn't let them put it on the plane. They'd be like, oh, they lost my bag. (laughs) I did everything I could to try and get out of this and here I am. No luck. <laughs> no luck. Well, team, it is six thirteen in the morning. Uh, Tom's been up for a little while, partying mm. all night with his hockey mates. No sleep at all on his behalf. Sounds very grumpy of am to be honest. Me, on the other hand, I'm quite perky. Yeah, uh, annoyingly perky, annoyingly perky annoyingly um, which perky. is just the beginning. And just um <laughs> This could be our final podcast. Oh, this could be it. For, for more than one reason, though. <laughs>
1: that's it. That's well, apparently according to another podcast, we are not the number one photography podcast in the country. They are.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, they may well because be they, that at the end of this week. They, they, because for this
1: week they peaked at some, you know, something in the charts. Yeah, yeah, however, they, they failed to realise that we did peak at number one just a little while ago. I wouldn't say that we peaked.
0: I don't think we peak peaked yet, mate. I no, <laughs> no.
1: no. No, look, we just, we fired a warning shot across the bow, let's that's just it. say that, that's to it. the others. Everyone a taste
0: tester of just say We right. are here, and if you're not careful, we will get very serious.
1: So well,
0: welcome about? to episode one of <laughs> We're Getting to Bogong
1: oh, God, how many episodes are there going to be on this trip?
0: It depends how long we get lost for.
1: <laughs> I was saying to the people in Sydney, they're like, what are you doing carrying that pack? And I'm like, oh, I'm training for this uh, you know, walk we're doing in the Victorian high country. So if you're on the news and you hear the fact that there's two missing Victorian
0: bushwalkers mm. next week, that'll be me. You'll note they don't even bother saying two missing photographers. No. They'll just be like, there's two missing we're middle-aged men who are out of their league. Hey, well, team. Don't put yourself in that middle-aged bracket just yet. That's just exclusively for me. I got told middle age happened last week, or the week before, or whenever it was. But oh, well, you, you didn't turn a significant milestone, did you? No, I didn't. But I got told afterwards that Who? something had happened, and then I did get a little more grey and a little more grumpy. Oh. Started yelling at more youths on the street. Youths, yes. For, for loitering. <laughs> and, and, and looking at
1: young women going out to nightclubs and saying, put some clothes on. Oh, 100%. 100%. All
0: right, we'll see you kids up on the mountain. Bye. So, Tom, 8K's in. It's beautiful, life, though. Just, life, I'm loving it. Can I just say, for all those people who heard Tom bitching moaning in our little... You know when we met up this morning in the car? It's, uh, it's actually a bloody lovely day, wearing T-shirts and shorts. And uh, We are. It's not even a joke. Uh, t-shirts and shorts and, uh, and well, I mean, Tom just warmed the air a little bit with that. Um, it's a frog in the place. Yeah, frog. Jesus, that stinks. <laughs> Stop oh, it. it. It does it does, not. it does. That smells like that meat pie you had for lunch. <laughs> it probably is. But we've now got, we're just standing at the top of a hill. I'm sure we'll post this photo, but it is a really, really steep hill. And it has a really steep... Brother or sister on the other side <laughs> of the valley.
1: We're at 1660 and we go down to about um, 1320, something like that. So we're about a 300-meter drop. Yeah. And and for those who can't imagine what a 300-meter drop looks like, we're standing at the top of this snow-covered ridge and looking through the forest, we can't actually see the
0: bottom of this thing, so. Yeah. You just hear a roaring river. That's not not the most confidence-inspiring But But, Matt, thing. we can
1: see the other side of the valley here with this, with <laughs> the you... sun on the snow, and it looks amazing. And if we could just have a little flying fox that
0: took us across the valley to the other side, that would be ideal. Now, I know what you're all thinking. This is the time when, when Tom goes, oh, by the way, I've organized a surprise helicopter. <laughs> But alas, not no, this no, this time we're both looking at this valley and thinking sun is going down soon. So anyway, this might be the last you hear from us team, but uh, no, it's going well. Not many photos so far there, are there? Feather Top look nice. We're,
1: we're, we're too busy, uh, you know, uh, just trying to survive. Yeah,
0: it's very tough conditions out here. I don't think there's a lick of wind.
1: I'll let you know that within about uh, three kilometres, Matthew, not even two and a half kilometres, we're going
0: down 300 meters and then back up about
1: another 300 meters.
0: Yeah, I can believe that. The, <laughs> other, side the... the other side of the valley looks dramatically higher than where we are right now. <laughs> Dramatic, <laughs> just slightly higher. It's okay. But blue skies. I'm pretty glad I brought my tripod and my astro lens. How about you? Uh, no astro lens and no uh, tripod. No, so... you're just going to be a snooze, aren't you?
1: I am so snoozing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After dark is when I do my best work, which is
0: lying down horizontal and eyes wide shut eyes wide shut mm. that's not a movie that i want to conjure up thoughts of tonight attention <laughs> anyway you'd love it good fun all right see ya
1: Hello, hello, hello. We're both on. all oh, right so what do you... Just describe to the listeners what we're doing right now.
0: Well, we've just finished a lovely dinner. Mm, it's quite romantic you. under the moonlight.
1: <laughs> a we, full moon. We mm. had a
0: crazy full moon, didn't we?
1: It was incredible.
0: We uh, had a moon bow. We did. Bit of a moon bow. Was and
1: it? To describe that. How did that look?
0: More like a rainbow, but the moon was in the middle.
1: <laughs> True. <laughs> it was a circular rainbow.
0: Yeah, that's it. Mm. Um... Yeah, but uh, no, we had that. We've probably got the number one campsite in the world. (laughs) It's pretty cool. I mean, beep.
1: If you would like to see it, make sure you jump onto the Matt and Tom's excellent podcast Facebook page. And even if you're listening to this well after our hike, you'll see it there. It's a beautiful little spot. Matt chose it. Matt just he he threw his arm around me when we got to the top of this hill, and he said. I would love us to pitch a tent right there, and he pointed off to this beautiful little rocky outcrop, and we're overlooking uh, Mount Hotham.
0: Essentially, just think about think of a scene from The Sound of Music, <laughs> and that was us. With the Do you know sound I've not seen that film? Hey. Not in its entirety. Well, can't s- it. oh, okay. I Can't stand it. I just let's... can't. I'm sorry. Not yet. you've tried though.
1: Oh, yeah, bits and pieces. No, I've not even tried. I've just perhaps walked in when somebody else
0: was watching it. okay. Because when you say bits and pieces, that sounds like you're trying to sort of fast-forward to look for sex scenes or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that sort that's of movie. N- isn't it? No. Oh, no, no, bugger. No. Although I'm sure if you go on the right website, someone's <laughs> made a, a version of it that's more like that.
1: <laughs> Can you send me the link? Oh, have a look, yeah. Oh, I think you need to hold your microphone closer. No, like, I think you, think. you need no? to hold yours further away. Oh, Tom, stop it. But I tend to mumble and I tend to go
0: quiet. and. Well, this is the ideal. Like, honestly... If someone wanted to set up a podcasting studio, this would have to be, with the exception of maybe the fact they're in a tent on a freezing cold mountain, <laughs> um, one of the most ideal because the, the deadening of the sound, there's no echo in this. Uh, Everyone will be like, wow, that's really clean sound. Uh, yeah. Audio engineers all over the world <laughs> are going to be like, far out, where are that's they? Is,
1: that's exactly yeah. what people think of when they listen to a podcast. They, they're we, always judging the sound, the, the sound quality, and we, asking whether or not, is, is, is this crisp today? Is it really professional or not? You know, I, I this of, is why we're not right up the top of the charts. You know, well, this is why we're being pushed way down.
0: I think something might have to do with it, the fact that <laughs> just the content that we don't <laughs> talk about as well is probably one of them. But I, but really, the, I think you're going to see, you know, in, this, in the near future, there's going to be a hashtag about doing podcasts on mountains, intense, in, in the sleeping snow, bags, in, in the, the snow, to uh, absorb, specifically to yep. absorb the sound. That's it. And, uh, yeah. and we started that, so you're welcome, everyone. <laughs>
1: Because no one has ever done a podcast in their snow tent before.
0: I'm going to say hashtag Snow Studios.
1: Snow Studios. Snow Studios. You better paint it that or get the URL or whatever. Yeah. Snowstudios.com. I might make it an
0: NTF. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that flying around outside there? What? There's something, there was like stars in my eyes or something. It was like there was a neon firefly out the side of the tent.
0: Oh, this, is, this is the way that all good murder stories start. <laughs> <laughs> so just for the, just so people understand what we're doing, we are we've, today we, we drove up from Melbourne. Mm. Uh, you, you were a little sceptical, uh, a, a little bit grumpy? I was slightly
1: <laughs> grumpy because there's been no decent snowfall for a month. So the whole purpose of coming on this adventure was to take some beautiful snow photographs. And when there hasn't been snow for a month, you kind of get a little depressed and think it's not going to be any good. However, you've proven me wrong. You're right yet again, Matthew. The the younger self has taught the old man here that he's not always right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Look I'm at you. You're looking that. just... <laughs> Um, no, I'm just, just, I'm looking at the audio levels. I'm just excited about Snow Studios, to be honest.
1: Let's <laughs> go back to that. Watching
0: the switchboard over here. Um,
1: <laughs> you sound engineer.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, but no, we, we um, so anyway, we, we embarked. Uh, we got um, the lovely Charlie Brown. Um, Charlie We went Brown. to his mountainside gallery down in uh, Mount Beauty.
1: Mount Beauty. If you're travelling through the Mount Beauty area here in the Victorian home country, make sure you give him a hoi and check out his beautiful art.
0: Especially you single ladies. Oh, the single
1: ladies. Oh, the single ladies. <laughs> and, and, he, and start first. Make sure you give him a call because he's not always there. So make sure you Google Mountainside Gallery, Mount Beauty, Charlie Brown. Find his mobile. He'd love to hear from you. Say, look, Charlie, I'm coming through town. Love to see you. But at first, I'd actually love to taste your beautiful coffee.
0: Mm, he actually does make a mean coffee. That's great.
1: He's got a full set up there. Great machine, professional's machine. And, and homemade Hansack biscuits from some old deer in town or something. Yeah, she's 98. 98?
0: Yeah. Oh. You can tell because uh, I think she used salt <laughs> instead of sugar. In the, no. That's not <laughs> true. No, they were delightful. They were, delightful, actually. They were they
1: really delicious, lovely. bro. Yeah. But, they were um, scrumptious. But
0: no, like a lovely little gallery. And uh, Charlie took us, uh, we, we dropped the car at Mount Bogong and then he... He quite Clint. literally jetted us up, Mount Hotham. I've never, I've, I've not done that like that before. I think he could
1: have done that road with his eyes closed at the same speed that he was traveling today. Yeah,
0: that's how we're going to make up an extra day on this podcast. I mean, this this hike is the fact that he got us up here four hours faster. It was only meant to take one hour and it, we actually went backwards in time. <laughs>
1: He was going. There. He did get us there safely, I should say. Yes, yes, speedily but safely.
0: Speedily but safely.
1: And then we strapped on our
0: snowshoes. <laughs> uh, Pat pack, pack and snowshoes. Yes, yeah. pack and snowshoes. Yes. And um, and we've we've spent the day going. you know what? There were some really good spots, and there were some some slightly Whoa. tougher spots.
1: Slightly tougher. I'm getting mm. too old for this.
0: I really am. Yeah. The uh, the, the going up. The, you know what? The the thing is. Like, we brought cameras, obviously, because this is meant to be a photography expedition. And I took a few snaps today, and I had a camera attached to my chest, which was, you know, got a bit frustrating at times. Yours, I don't think, except for tonight, didn't make it out of the bag, because you were just so busy being miserable. But <laughs> Stop it.
1: I was not. That's not true. There's just
0: nothing worth photographing. I, I
1: am holding myself to a very high standard. Mm. So I'm iPhone photography. Photographing, but I am leaving the, um, the the camera. Given the fact that I didn't even check how many pictures were on a card, I didn't even bring a spec card.
0: Yeah, I'm, and you left I, a battery in the snow before. So. <laughs> I
1: literally <laughs> just chuck the camera in without even checking whether or not I needed more memory cards or what. But I've got twelve hundred shots on that.
0: Camera. Well, I reckon I you'd I'll be, be right. right. Judging on today's performance, I reckon. <laughs> You might have 1199. You might even have more photos spare at the end of this trip than you did at the start. But, um, but no, oh, th- look, we dear. are we're starting to hit some of the nicer stuff though. Because at the start, you're right, the snow was a bit patchy in times, and it's been a bit slushy in times. Mm. We went down an epic hill, um, which was. Just really fucking steep and horrible, um, and then back up the, the and then other back side, up the other which is even
1: worse. You know, you know, we, we we came down this ridge line and we came to this beautiful wood log hut, didn't it? It's called Dibbon's Hut. Look it up mm, online. Much I'll
0: better than Derek's Hut. <laughs> Derek doesn't <laughs> Derek, sound that exciting. Charles Derek. Charles Derek. Whereas,
1: whereas, who's Dibbon? We'll need to look up. We'll, there, anyone who's got two. Sir Edward Dibbon.
0: You see if you've got a last name, if you've got two first names like Charles Derek, yep. No, no, no. hopefully. Serial killer, hundred percent, hundred percent. Not anyone. And I'm sorry, listener. If you have, if you have two first names, you just you should probably take yourself down to the station and just get just hand yourself in, hand yourself in. But Derek's hut was not exciting. I didn't think at all. It looked more like a scout camp. Dibbins' hut, on the other hand, that that had some history.
1: That looked magnificent. Mm. Look it up online. We might we'll post a photo into the Facebook page there, the mm. Facebook group. Um, I could, uh, you know, you came down there and I went. That looks amazing. That hut. Imagine this, we're in snowing. How romantic and rustic this would look. And you, and all I wanted to do, you know me, was set up my tent and go. Let's stay here the night, or let's stay here a couple of nights. Yeah. And instead, Matt goes, no, let's climb up the other side there. Because that'll make for some epic photographs at sunrise in the morning. And I know he was right. However, a lot of my body just wanted to just stay right there at the bottom of that descent. Mm. Can you imagine going down a 300 meter descent and going, geez, this is steep. And it's taking a very long time to get down this mountainside. And then thinking, geez, it's going to be pretty tough going back up, isn't it? You'd want to do that probably the next day. Mm. No,
0: no, no. Straight straight have, a straight straight have a drink. Off you go. Keep yep. going. That's it. And the, the, yeah, look, it wasn't. It wasn't the most ideal. Yeah, I, scenario. I, yeah, but yeah. but I think where we are right now and some of the photos, I think it'd be worth
1: it. Oh, this is totally yeah. worth it. Yeah,
0: but I think um we haven't actually told everyone what the topic is tonight, and I think that um the topic retrospectively <laughs> is it's, it's about recies. Reckies, because oh, this is the funny thing. Like
1: a reconnaissance
0: yes. for those who don't know what a recce is, and if you don't know what a reconnaissance is, it's just, <laughs> just essentially real life Google Maps going around looking for stuff that you might come back to. But the <laughs> but the, it's oh funny though, God, isn't it? I because can't like, keep up with you. we did kind of go down and we saw Dibbins Hut, and you're right, the snow wasn't great down there. But it's no. interesting because you, you bang on that. We even said it's actually that's a day trip, and without having without doing this trip now, you wouldn't think about doing that for a day trip I don't think. I don't think I would have be, I'd bothered to go down there for a day trip had I not seen it.
1: No, but now that we've done it yeah, we're like, yeah, like totally yeah. coming back.
0: Absolutely. We could
1: have a Matt and Tom's excellent podcast, you know, little outing, an overnighter. Mm. We could drag everybody along down there. Yes. <laughs> no. That, yeah. No, no, no. Just no, push no. them One. at the top and then <laughs> helicopter
0: them out. Okay, good old cam Blake workshop. I mean, what? <laughs>
1: and we promise we'll keep all your fingers yeah that's it that's it that's it everyone will
0: will come out with 10 Um, (laughs) but no it's um though do you do you do you come here often oh
1: I was hoping you'd ask that (laughs) come all the time I I, well well, I don't often do a recce and you know why because I like to get it right the first time I like to say let's go to a spot when we know the conditions are going to be good uh, research the hell out of it so you know where you're going, at what time, etc. However, I think we overlook a recce because we do want to, we're time and we do want to get it right the first time, mm. you know, as a perfectionist, so to speak. And so, therefore, there's nothing wrong with going to a spot and going, you know what, it's not ideal now, but I'll come back another time.
0: Photo pills can be good for that as well because you can go to a spot, especially if you're doing like Astro, and stuff you use photo pills to check out where the sunrise and sunset is mm. all that's I all mean, we haven't done that on this trip because i think we kind of both have a pretty good idea of what's going on but that that's one option. The king of recce's actually is Adrian Weir. He is the king is of recce's He's got like a whole recce handbook of mm. places for street photography where he's seen and he's like, and he just kind of notes down like, yep, this would be really good, but I need these conditions or I need to be here this time of day or okay, whatever it is. And wow, yeah, that's why I think that's why he gets such amazing shots.
1: And if you don't know who Adrian Weir is, you need to get your ass along to the Bright Festival of Photography. Are there any tickets left, Matthew? Yeah, there are a few. Okay, not, not many, but there are oh, a few. Yeah, oh, oh jump online. Yep and grab those, it's the October 6th to the 8th in 2023, so yeah. just a few weeks, just a few months away. Well, it's
0: coming up quickly. A few months. Don't <laughs> you generous man. Generous. Uh, it's coming up in a few... Uh, a
1: few months. A few being two. A, a few yeah. A, a few, few being two. Being two. Few yeah, being it's months. not as far away, is no, it? Jeez, terrifying. you must be shitting your pants.
0: I'm not having a great time.
1: <laughs> you're trying not to remember that. No, I was up on the top yes. of this mountain to try and forget it and Okay, thank you okay. for bringing it up. Okay. No problems at all. Mm. What you're really probably waiting on is some star photographer to actually tell you what workshops he's running. At
0: well, we have started actually advertising what workshops we're running yeah but like the,
1: the star of the show like the, the person that everyone's coming for hasn't yet decided what he's going to present
0: so yeah, yeah i've
1: just gave away a clue already He. Mm. anyway have we gone off topic we have gone so so
0: the, the plan from here is uh tomorrow we're, we've got we've on this incredible little like ridge and uh we'll get some sunrise Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully, anyway. Mm-hmm. And then um, we have a bloody long walk. We've got 25 kilometres to cover 25 tomorrow. 25
1: kilometres in, in not the hardest snow. No. Nope.
0: And just before anyone starts going, oh, I could walk 25 kilometres in not the hardest snow. We've also got really quite heavy bags. Um, Otherwise known as backpacks. Yep. It's not a shopping, <laughs> shopping, it's not a shopping, it's not a couple of shopping bags no, that we're, no. you know, sort of like That's it.
1: thrown over our shoulder. We've got about 20 kilos each, haven't we? Yeah, I
0: think it's, yeah, something Matt's like that. Matt's brought,
1: mind you, I'm carrying the tent, which is four kilos and taking up a fair bit of room in my pack. And then Matt's decided to, with the spare room in his pack, to just backfill it with as much food as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, there's my snack bag, and then there's my meal bag.
0: I'm basically a squirrel. Like, <laughs> yes. I, was, I, I could last the entire winter out of this mountain. I, I,
1: if Matt goes missing... Don't be, all, be alert but not alarmed, people because yeah. he has enough food to last him through till next winter.
0: Yeah. See, what I was worried more about was like, if we saw a bear or something, <laughs> I could just offer it my food pack and that would probably be just more tasty and more nutritious. Chuck it, it off the
1: side of the mountain. Yeah,
0: exactly. Watch them roll down after yeah. it. And then I won't have to carry as much stuff either. The so.
1: only bears you're going to see out here, Matt, for all our international listeners who are thinking bears in Australia, <laughs> what the
0: hell really?
1: are you talking about? We only have drop bears here in Australia. They're the only bears we have. Mm. If you don't know where a drop bear is, well, listen up. We might tell you in another episode. Yeah. They're like a koala, aren't they? They're like a koala, but they've got really sharp teeth.
0: And they're bears, whereas koalas are not.
1: (laughs) The koala is not a bear. Please don't say a koala bear because it's not strictly a bear. No. It's just a cute, fluffy thing. It's
0: like a climbing wombat. (laughs) (laughs) True, they are, aren't they? Very Very similar. They can be
1: quite aggressive. And that's why that's where drop bears come from.
0: Do you know that um, the other thing that's quite aggressive actually is Tom just before <laughs> he's eaten dinner, <laughs> or first thing or, in the morning yeah. before a coffee. We're learning a lot of things oh, on this trip. No,
1: Matt, don't expose me. That's not fair. And um, this, yeah. as the wind gets up and the whole tent starts to fly, yeah, yeah, we Matt's are very looking...
0: close to the edge of a cliff here. Like no joke. It's
1: lucky I weigh ninety odd kilos because I reckon that'll probably hold us down.
0: Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> We are, this is the sort of situation where we've got a full moon at the moment. So the visibility outside, it's basically, we need to wear like eye masks because it's it's very bright. It's also a super moon tomorrow, which is not going to help the situation. Mm. Um, But if it wasn't a super moon, this is a very precarious place to walk around in the dark. Mm, True that. There's a bit of a cliff right next to us, but anything for the photo, right? (laughs) Anything Anything for the photo.
1: For the photo. Hey, funny story, everybody listening. Everybody listening out there. Matt has brought himself a tripod along and has told me that he would like to do some astro. However, there is a full moon that rose just after sunset. So therefore, he's probably going to have to set his alarm for about 4 a.m. And if you do dare do that, I swear I will smother you with that pillow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I need, you know me. I need my beauty sleep. Yeah,
0: more yeah. than ever, especially more, with the angle of the torch at the moment. <laughs> you know, that. yeah, it's not well, flattering. for those
1: for those who are uh, sort of trying to picture what we're doing here. We are lying in the tent here, a very small two man tent um, on the edge of a cliff. So,
0: just also a two-man tent designed for people sub ninety kilos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you saying that I'm taking a little uh, more than my fair share of space? Didn't
0: say that at all? So rude. No. It's your,
1: and, tent. your tent. Uh, and uh, we've got our iPhone upside down with the torch shining brightly in our faces just to be able to see each other's expressions and Mm. you know just really uh work off each other aren't we we're bouncing off each other yeah isn't that right
0: it is actually this is the by far the closest i've ever done a podcast (laughs) to someone else's face oh i can
1: get closer if you like yeah like
0: yeah Mm, mm, it's mm. you can feel the warmth off each other's breath put it that way (laughs) yep but I you know oh, no. we've got to we've got we've got
1: um to know each other better today haven't we you yeah. know
0: like we've 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 um we cried <laughs> we cried together a bit
1: we've we've perhaps um let the food flow through us haven't we
0: oh I'll tell you what do you know that on the way I'm um, like
1: I, oh, come on don't make stuff up please. I'm not come I'm on. not I'm just saying
0: that we had some serious talks about whether or not this tent would be big enough <laughs> to include me Tom And his farts.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's. (laughs) Do you uh, propelling yourself up the mountain this afternoon? Mm. Don't think I'm the only one who's doing that.
0: Don't think it's quite like that, but anyway, I did. I did. You know what did you have for dinner?
1: I had a yummy Moroccan lamb. Remember I yeah. gave you a little taste. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was, I was,
0: I, was, I, know, I know. Obviously I know you had a Moroccan yeah, lamb. Yes. I tasted it. But, um, yeah.
1: But, um, for those who are wondering like, how the hell, what do you eat out here when you're walking for days? You can't <laughs> Your afford... buddy, that's
0: why we go in pairs. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, when I said my food bag was really big, it's actually Tom's sleeping bag. It's got a whole, whole meal in it.
1: <laughs> oh dear. Um, So, for those who perhaps haven't had a lot of experience remote camping, this is not where you throw a few steaks into your backpack and go, yeah, I'd love a nice tomahawk for the first night. You are carrying, I'm carrying 3.3 kilos of food for about five days. And that is basically a satchel of porridge for brekkie. Lunch is like a cliff bar, which is sort of like a little muesli bar, but stacked full of
0: carbs. And it's also chocolate brownie flavoured. Oh, I've got peanut butter. (laughs) still not a muesli bar, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like. And I tell you what,
1: once you've had dinner, which is generally a dehydrated meal, backcountry, or what you've got, what brand was it? Give it a plug. Uh, we might get them country, sponsoring.
0: Country Pantry. We might get them
1: sponsoring the podcast after this. We'll mm. send it to them. Country Pantry. Very tasty indeed. What it is, it's dehydrated stuff and you just uh, you boil up the stove. We've got little jet fuel stoves. Um, that weigh next to nothing and you boil up some snow. Mm. Yeah, you've got to get pretty some quick, nice actually. clean snow, actually. Not the yeah. yellow stuff. No. <laughs> Steer away from any of that. get a bit of, of a,
0: funky smell, <laughs> a funky um, smell when you start to boil that sort of... <laughs>
1: and then you've got the runs later on in the evening. Yeah. There's no fun having the runs you in And then you, you definitely don't snow. want to boil that snow. <laughs> 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 it always come back to bodily functions. It really us. does, yeah. And um, after you've done all that and eaten about 150... Grams of carbs for the
0: day, you just don't have to worry about going to the toilet after that because it's going to be clogged up for the next week. You know, they say about airplane food. It's like specifically designed. With no, <laughs> no, no, seriously. That you they, know what? Yeah, because it is so shit. It is, and then it's and the idea is that then they don't like. Can you imagine <laughs> literally having five hundred people using the two loos in the back of a jet star <laughs> plane? It doesn't work. So that's what they do. that's it's got lots a of yummy Indian curry. And stuff in it, and <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, there are yeah. certain airlines. They've got very different seating configurations uh, for the toilet <laughs> access. But um no.
1: <laughs> oh my god! When you're tired. Don't you find that you laugh at very easily? You laugh at the most, you know, silly
0: things. Well, the thing is, my, most of my jokes are pretty amazing. So <laughs> they I are. They are very enough,
1: good. You do make me laugh. Yeah.
0: But no. But you were saying so anyway. Mm. And the, what people might not also realise is, um, is or that we we they're probably going how how do you where's the water? Because I only took one liter of water with us for mm. a whole week. Mm. or five days, which is now four days, um, which is now sounding very un- unimpressive, to be honest. Um, but <laughs> what <are> you <laughs> Just one litre of water for four days. Um, yeah, it's so bloody stupid, actually. Yeah.
1: But you probably need to consume anywhere from two to three litres of water a day when you're mm. doing this stuff. You can think to yourself, oh, it's cold. Who needs water? More so. Oh, yeah. Like, it was not cold today. We sweating were sweating sh- like a pig. Yeah, it's been unseasonally warm. We're not having the greatest snow season of all time. It was probably two or three degrees today uh and we had thermals on to start with and then we were stripping those off when then we?
0: hiking up a mountain didn't help
1: no and and the thing is whenever you're doing any form of exercise people out there um bush hiking in particular start off cold not cold cold but start mm. off thinking oh i really need another layer on mm-hmm. if you start nice and toasty warm within the first 10 minutes i guarantee you, you'll
0: be stripping off if yep. you're doing any sort of uh, and not in a sexy exercise. way either <laughs> it's not it's not gracious it's not sexy it's nothing not, it's just like it's just no. clunky and awkward nothing yeah.
1: sexy about us you know middle-aged men ripping our thermals off and on jump. top of a mountain yeah, no. for all and sundry with our white pasty you know winter bodies yep. we look like two english poms and uh having to put on t-shirts instead of our thermal tops but um it's quite quite warm and i can't remember
0: why i was telling you well, this. I, well, tell uh, the
1: hydration mm. because oh, um we crossed the creek today and we made sure we fueled up didn't we yeah.
0: um, i tried to catch a yabby i didn't <laughs> i didn't get one <laughs>
1: It's not an episode of Survivor, mate, or alone. We're not in a <laughs> no, thought, you know, Matt's got no, his bow and arrow ready to uh, try and get some sort of snow snow animal tomorrow. A I was trying to catch some,
0: some filter feeders in my bottle so they could filter the water for me, but um <laughs> What's the uh what's the um, a couple of what's, mollusks. What's the, what's the
1: prawn or the yabby in one of those movies. So,
0: which one is it? I'm from the ocean. Ah, the ocean. The ocean! <gasps> ah, oh, oh. He hasn't been decontaminated yet. Jacques! Jacques? Clean. Jacques, that's it.
1: <laughs> <Ocean>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so funny. Matt knows more than me because actually, he's got a young girl, three years old. Actually, my kids are all grown up now. It's
0: been a few years since I've seen those movies. actually I used to be obsessed with Pixar. Like obsessed, and we're not as a kid either. Like, mm. I, I have I've all the books of like the drawings mm. and all that sort of stuff, but anyway. Yes. Um, so we weren't cold, well, we were very warm going up the mountains, drinking wise. We've been melting snow, uh, and we fill out with the creeks. Mm. Um, and what about most people? Probably going, You must be freezing because you're camping on snow yes uh, often you are
1: <laughs> if you want to know what it's like if for those out there who most of you probably haven't experienced the joys of snow camping just think of it um, how comfortable it might be perhaps to get if you could get a block of ice from your freezer that was about <laughs> the length of your body and you said go and have a lie on that for the evening and tell me how well you sleep but we have mitigated some of that uncomfortableness by oh, a lot of that bringing only one sleeping bag no <laughs> no not true not <laughs> true um <laughs> we have we have a thermo rest which is you know one of those self-inflating thingy bobbies and then we have minus what's yours maddie minus 16 minus 16 mine's minus mine goes down to minus, minus 20, 29 yeah does it, 29,
0: it does yeah you yeah. gonna be hot tonight 800
1: down sleeping bags yours is 850 maddie
0: yeah, but mine's obviously Brindabella yeah. Mont Brindabella but brand t- Brandnewy. It new-y. is. And it's actually waterproof, which is awkward. Oh, yeah. well, that
1: means that if I get sick of you, I can chuck you out of the tent, and you yeah. can just lie in the snow outside. Basically. Yeah.
0: But tell me, um, I mean, you, we've been sitting here, lying here the whole time during the podcast, and we were before that we were just sitting here for a while as well. Um, what well, you you're you're surely not cold? I'm
1: toasty warm, yeah. but I do have thermals and a beanie on.
0: See, um, I've got a t shirt. And some fluffy pants. Pink, <laughs> pink fluffy pants. They, they got dots on them. Um, <laughs> they got sharks from Pixar. In <laughs> it's, it's my Monsters ink pants. Um, <laughs> in that awkward knob positioned, <laughs> you know, somewhere there. oh uh, but the little um, fluffy thing. But yeah. it is, like, don't get me wrong, I think that in, you know, I did a little test run with Nick last, or a couple of weeks ago, um... Mm. On Bullard. shout out to Nick Fletcher. Shout out to Nick Fletcher, and Nick thank you, Fletcher. Nick, for loaning oh. some of this equipment to me. The um, yeah, you the won't thermos. get it back in the
1: same condition, but that's okay.
0: No, I'm, I'm it's yours probably, now. You know the, the little camping mattress, which weighs literally like two hundred grams. It's like made it's, out of
1: paper. That thing. It's I swear. actually
0: more expensive than my mattress at home. Um, <laughs> but we I, I was we were up in the snow the other week, and outside of maybe waking up at you know two or three in the morning, and just for a second going like, oops, I've pushed my arm out of the the, the bed, and now it's cold. Um, or bag, it's, it's actually, it's yeah, it's not as cold as what people probably think it is.
1: You can be super toasty, warm. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like anything, it's not about um, being cold, it's about wearing the wrong clothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, we do, we are well prepared, guys. I have done this many times before, uh, and learned through trial and error to bring the right sort of stuff. So, we're not ill prepared. We have researched and we have prepped, haven't we, Matt? I've received probably 552 phone calls from Matthew in the past week about uh, you know what to bring, and also he's often messaged me to say I'm just heading down to BCF, Paddy, Palin, Bogong, <laughs> Anaconda, yeah, <laughs> you um, name it. Light he's or, finished. Uh... <laughs> he's finished. He's he's visited every outdoor store in Melbourne. Yeah. And Multiple a, times just, uh, in the last week.
0: There's also um, if you go to the they link keep on- banning him from <laughs> each one and saying no, sir, not anymore. <laughs> go away. If you just go to the link on the uh, the the Facebook page as well, there's a GoFundMe there to to get me through this week. <laughs> I thought you were going
1: to say you've got an affiliate link so that <laughs> Maddie gets uh, commissions from all the sales, but um, mm. no, we uh, it's it's uh you buy you buy the good gear and it's not cheap in order to make sure that you're comfortable and safe because. People do silly things. Yeah,
0: and people come... forget this. Not like safety is a thing. It's not just being uncomfortable, is it? We are kind of in the middle of freaking nowhere.
1: Safety is. I think to get serious for a second, when I come out and do this stuff, I always feel a bit vulnerable because I'm not super experienced in this, and I'm not super comfortable doing it, so to speak. No, I'm feeling. It doesn't come naturally. You. <laughs> it doesn't come naturally to me to do this sort of stuff, but I do love doing it. Um, Uh, So I think that the key is to be super prepared, uh, research it, find out from the right people what you should bring, but also to respect, respecting the mountains. Like Mm. we're not out here without looking at multiple forecasts, keeping a very good eye on the weather, speaking to ski patrol as we left today. Remember they gave us the heads up Mm -hmm. about the impending weather coming at the end of our hike here with some strong winds and rain. So, you know, you just, if you, if you come in with a sort of attitude of she'll be right, it won't be. And people die, unfortunately, doing yeah. this sort of stuff. So we have all the right gear. We've spent um, thousands of dollars on tents, sleeping bags, the right comfortable pack that carries the right amount of gear. I've got uh, lots of all food. Spent um, a lot of money at the food
0: shop. <laughs> yeah, that's Although i tell you what, one of the meals that I was saying to uh, to Tom that um, the, other, the other key thing, preparation, is to... To try some of the meals that you're going to bring on with you because I know
1: oh, you see, I think that's, I think that's dangerous.
0: No, I tasted one the other day, and oh, I, yes. seriously. It was from the moment that the water touched it, it was <laughs> the my water. Whole,
1: well, the water didn't want to touch it, <laughs> Matty. It was it was it was, it was jumping oh, out of it was the so bag.
0: Bad. It was honestly the entire house smelled like dog food for the whole day. <laughs> it was so feral. <laughs> Are
1: you sure that wasn't after you would eaten no, it? It was
0: <laughs> so bad. Coming so out of your bar. Um, yeah. that, that's a safety hazard right there.
1: What you, you look, Matt's right in some respect that you might want to sort of taste some of the food, but that
0: not with high expectations. Well but
1: just the problem is that it tastes super tasty when you're out here most of the time because you're hungry and famished and that's the only mm. option. If you go home and cook at a hub, I could think of nothing worse than eating this stuff at home. No,
0: but just specifically the um, if you see anything that's beef teriyaki and is in the clearance <laughs> section at Bogong or Patty Powell, don't get one. He's right. <laughs> so talking about oh,
1: I picked up these meals and they were in the clearance section and everyone loves a bargain and I'm like agreeing with him. Well, and then he goes, I cooked it up, Tom, and I'm like, Well, What did you do that for, stupid you, at home? But then I said to him, he said, I couldn't eat it. I threw them all out. And I said, but what was the expiry? You know, maybe it was close to expiry or something. He goes, I don't know. I didn't even
0: check. Yeah, well, close to expiry shouldn't shouldn't taste like that.
1: Hey, this stuff doesn't go off. Well, that's, I mean, that's come on! Honestly, it's plastic no, anyway.
0: It's, it was honestly just the most manky. Oh, not even manky. <laughs> oh, come but, on!
1: What's worse than manky? No,
0: it's it's like you know when if you've ever opened a tin of, not dog food. You're right; it's not dog food because dog food sometimes you're like, oh, it's, no, it's dog, less a bit dog beefy. Dog food is tastier you know than this you, stuff. You know, when you get like a really big cat, and <laughs> you don't feed them fish anymore. It's a cat that eats beef. <laughs> It tasted <laughs> like beef. <laughs> it's so you're talking about eating your cat. <laughs> <laughs> it oh was so bad. Ah, oh
1: dear me. I tell you what. Another thing that we don't do about respecting the man is we. I don't like bringing alcohol.
0: No. A, there's
1: no freaking room for it. But B, I just don't. I don't want to make wrong decisions. Mm. And you can't afford to really, because you can't afford to have a hangover. Because well, in no, my mind. because you're getting up the next day. That. And you have to pack up your tent and pack mm. your pack up and then carry 20 kilos on your back and walk 25K like we're doing tomorrow. So, no one wants to do that with a, nah. a sore head. So, no, I'm always um, very, mm. very cautious in that regard.
0: That said, we probably haven't had enough water, but you know, you, there's, you don't drink enough when
1: you do this. No, nah,
0: there's things. nothing worse tonight though than with that wind that's kicked up. I can't think of anything worse than me trying to find <laughs> shoes. To get outside of the out of the No, tent. you
1: go you go barefoot, man.
0: You're doing Nick Fletcher. He's got two drink bottles. One of them's a rigid oh, drink bottle, which is for the drinking. Don't tell and then there's me. another drink no, bottle. Which is he a doesn't is in a bit, the tent. Well, this is what I said. Oh, anyway, it reminds it me of my dad. When My we did,
1: dad used to do that, snow oh camping God, or any no. sort of camping. You'd have a Gatorade bottle, you know, with the big girth.
0: <laughs> but that's what I don't quite un- like. I don't even want to understand it, to be honest. But, like, sorry, podcast so listeners. The, the excuse that he got, and admittedly, when we were at uh, at uh, Mount Buller, I did hear the zip go in the middle of the night, and you know,
1: which is super annoying. Which but at least he's doing at it least outside he didn't the, tent. In the tent. Yes.
0: And I said, and he goes, No, no, but when it's really cold, you don't want to get up and go out. And I'm like, Okay, that makes sense. But no, you don't you want to get I out. can't think of anything worse than, you know, you're on your side in a sleeping bag, and you're peeing into a rigid bottle. I'm, I'm just. I would rather be a little <laughs> bit cold than covered in piss, stuck <laughs> stuck in a sleeping bag. True. For the next so few you have nights. to
1: Yes. Mm. Just, every day you're gonna Yum. open it up and you're gonna be like, smells good. Yeah, can't wait to hop into bed tonight. But
0: exactly. Yeah, wouldn't
1: know, that be your ace?
0: Might have been warm on the first night, but like by night two and three, you've got like pee crystals. And, no, not good.
1: You would not be sleeping no. in this tent if you did that no. many. Yeah. Well, anyway, we are probably, we're probably
0: I reckon, I don't even know what how long we've been going for, but this is either a really short podcast episode or a really long one.
1: A really long one because we're stitching them all together.
0: Yeah, oh, I, we, I no, thought we'd do one a night.
1: No, I think we'd we'll do one a night. That's That'd
0: a be good, good, good idea. Yeah, we'll have think? some story we'll, we'll
1: stuff. Sto- we'll do short ones.
0: How about tomorrow you try and take some photos and then <laughs> we'll have something to talk about? Well, this is it. We're getting onto all that. You carry
1: all this gear to keep warm and safe, etc. There's no room for a camera in the end. Yeah. Jesus, you're trying to find room for that right at the end. Oh yeah, that's all right. Better take a camera. That's why we're going in the first place. <laughs> the irony. Mm. All right. Thanks all right. for listening, everybody.
0: Good night, Tom. Good night, darling. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us for yet another episode of matt and tom's excellent podcast this episode is brought to you by matt crummins and tom fancy pants putt both of whom are working photographers running workshops all over australia and of course the world join us on one of our workshops and in the meantime be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast to make sure you stay up to date